We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zedrick, joined by Ryan Belangi to discuss Sunday's three-game slate at DraftKings. We have a weird slate, but uh, we just got done with Saturday's matches. Ryan did not win 20000 He got second in a couple contests, unfortunately. But, uh, I mean, I guess I didn't ask you. I assume you're still uh, you're still in the green for today, right? I don't know. He can't hear me. Looks like Ryan froze, but this uh, this this three match slate we have here is one of the crazy. I don't know. Crazy is the right word, but a different slate than what we've seen in prior prior days in the prior in the past week. Really, we can see here on the cheat sheet, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You can get a free two day trial. Uh, just go to that link, but you can get this cheat sheet, and we can see here Belgium is the biggest favorite, forty-seven percent. Croatia, forty-four percent. Spain, forty-two percent. So it's the first slate here that we don't have a favorite over over fifty percent to win. Um, Ryan, there he is. Ryan, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh no! Looks like we, it looks like we got Crystal Palace uh, internet issues with Ryan. Um, he may we'll see. Hopefully, he can figure it out here. I don't don't really want to do this one sh- solo here, but he is freezing on me. But so the problem here with this slate: Belgium are the biggest favorite, but their implied goal total is one point four eight, and the implied total in that match is the lowest on the slate at two point five three. Uh, you got Croatia, 1.50. Spain, 1.61. Germany, as an underdog, is at 1.42, which is actually just under Belgium for the implied goal total. So this is a really weird slate from what we've seen. Uh, there's going to be – I have no idea what the what the public's going to do because this isn't like a slate where we have – we have like a Neymar. We have like a Brazil team. We have France and Mbappe. We have guys that stand out. I don't think there's, this is a slate where guys actually stand out. I mean, I guess you could say that about De Bruyne, but I'm not sure he's going to be that popular uh, as it is. But Ryan, Ryan is here. Ryan. I think I'm back. Okay. 
is that internet? You, yeah, is the internet good in Crystal Palace or what's going on? <laughs> um, sometimes it's not good here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm. It's a long story. Anyways, it should be good now. Um, I cut out when I think you were asking me if I was still in the green for the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Fortunately, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I guess I only I only meant for today, but I guess uh, oh, oh, I mean, sorry. for the I entire World were, uh... Cup. I mean, okay. Oh no, 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 no. Today, yeah, today, still in the green for the day, but right. yeah, just another another tough beat at the end, another second place in the King of the Pitch, just sort sort of like killed my mood. I, I mean, not to not going to dwell on it, but I was up like almost thirty or twenty five against Messi, and I had. Ochoa and Montiel, and they combined for one point, and I lost on that last assist. But anyways, yeah, continue with this slate. Um, not going to yeah, complain about that. I pretty much read off the odds. Do you have any any early takes on these matches? Uh, I'll get into some of the, my thoughts on these a bit later, but just like general thought on here. I, I mentioned De Bruyne <clears throat> maybe being most popular, but maybe not. It's, it's really hard to say who like the public's actually going to gravitate towards. Yeah, um, my first take is that it's a bunch of low implied totals, like the lowest group I can remember. Well, outside uh, of the Spain-Germany match, really, because that one's sure, at 3.03. Like, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, but, like, no team has a – who's got the highest? Spain, 1.57. Uh, I might be a little behind. Um, yeah, 1.61 is the update. One point, okay, yeah, I see now, 1.61. Okay, well, that's the lowest we've had uh, for the World Cup so far for the top team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that Spain-Germany game, I don't know. It might have goals. It might not. These other games. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, KDB is still the first one I want to target. Um, I feel like the public will feel the same way. I don't know. There's just... There's not, it seems obvious, like there's just, there's not a lot else. I mean, Luka Modric for cash games, um, maybe some other people, but yeah, I just don't think, this is a weird slate also, like as far as the positions go, forward, forward is going to be interesting to talk about because. Interesting or difficult? I mean, you could argue that there's like no no cash plays at all, depending on the Spain lineup. <clears throat> yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I was going to say this is almost like there's five to six midfielders maybe that you're comfortable with playing in cash games, but maybe no forwards that you're actually comfortable with. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Danny Elmo question is kind of what you're referencing here. So if he starts, but it's a third match, so I guess I guess we have to look at the price difference here, what we're dealing with. So we got Danny Almo at eighty six hundred, Ferran Torres is eighty four hundred. Uh, I guess there's a chance Murata starts at seventy six hundred, but really, the thought is that if Elmo does, if Almo doesn't start, it's probably going to be Sarabi up there, who's midfield only, and that's kind of where the the problems enter because if you're already looking at other midfielders, this is probably isn't going to be in your utility spot. You're probably playing Almo as a forward. Right. So at that point, like if you're counting on Almo, you'd have to move to like a Germany guy or Ferran Torres. Would you be comfortable with having to do that? 
Yeah, I think it'd be fine. I mean, okay. I don't think there's that much difference between Almo and Farron. I mean, I know Almo took a few corners last game, but would Farron if Almo's not out there? He might, but actually, okay. uh, he well, I guess if Murata isn't starting, Torres would also be on uh, PKs. So right, yeah. So no, I'd be fine. Uh, yeah, I'd be fine doing that. So it's, I mean, it seems safe to put Almo there if you want to. Yeah, because otherwise it's kind of it's kind of iffy. So, I mean, people put in Ganagbri last match. Uh, he had a floor of thirteen point eight points, three shot or three shots on goal, six shots. He had like one sequence in thirty seconds where he got five points because he had a shot assisted, a shot on goal, or something. Yeah, maybe back to back shots points, on actually. goal. Six points actually. I like saw that. three shots on goal in the span <laughs> of like thirty seconds. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, there's like it might have been the train that was on Gnabry in that match because his his ownership was pretty high in cash games. Again, I'm not going to go there. You take away that 30-second sequence, and, I mean, he's – I guess he's still fine at around eight points. But are you looking yeah, at a, any – that was obviously a different matchup, but are you looking at any of the Germany guys, really? Uh, no. That was a great matchup, and it and it turned out to be a great script because they went down, right? Well, yeah, they were chasing. up, and then, and then they and went then, down. So they pushed, uh, like, the final right. yeah, yeah, 10 yeah, or whatever I mean, it was. It ended up being a great spot for Germany floor points. Um, no, I never want to play anybody against Spain. No, no, no forwards, no midfielders. I mean, maybe we'll have a conversation when we get to defense. But yeah, no, no attackers for for Germany, not mm-hmm. for me. So we got Mishi Bachuai seventy three hundred. I'm not sure if this is the matchup for him. I mean, we we talked about him. In that first game, he got the only goal. What he finished with five shots. Uh, so yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much to be expected. We can look at his goal odds here; it's still tops on the slate. So I guess people will still look at him, but I just don't know if I want to do that again. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, he got bailed out last time on long ball over the top from Alder Vereld. Um I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people were disappointed until that goal just randomly came yeah no i don't know i don't want to do that for 7300 i mean yeah i will say the difference here like the canada back line is just mls guys the guys in mls uh, i mean this isn't the bash mls show but uh, you look at morocco you got romaine sice former wolverhampton center back and then you got aguerd who's recently signed with west ham you got these pretty solid guys here and then you got the canada guys that play for like montreal and I don't know, Nashville or something. Uh, I'm not, it's just not a one-to-one comparison to where, like, people were fine with Bat Shuai on the last slate. I think that was just more because of the matchup. I'm not sure this is as good of a matchup is kind of what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, I think it was priced to, what was he, like 6,100 or something? <clears throat> now he's 73. So, yeah, that's not really something I want to do. Yeah, so we take basically take the Belgium forwards out. I guess what it says, okay, Hazard the midfield only. We take those guys out. So we, mm-hmm. we take Germany out. We have mm-hmm. maybe one Spanish guy. You probably don't want to play two Spain guys in cash games. Nope. So we're left with Croatia, who, you know, their forwards are all these guys are possible to be subbed off at 45. None of them are really 
really stand out. Perisic is midfield only. And so we have, we're down to Morocco <laughs> in Canada. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. So that's, uh, that's kind of what we're dealing with here. So let's look at the, let's look at the options for Morocco and Canada. And the question I, I think we have here is we got junior Hoylet who would have a split of set pieces, but he's going against Croatia. He's 6,500. And so Ziyech is midfield only. Uh, what, what, what would we look at for Morocco? I guess we'd only look at Inezri because he's 4,100. Is that, is that what we're, you're going with here? That's that's what <laughs> we got here. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Um, well, yeah, and Nezri, yeah, forty one hundred. I mean, obviously, he's like the opposite of a cash play, but honestly, you just go him because he's so cheap, right? Right, exactly. It like doesn't even matter. You could take a zero there if you have the right construction. I feel like um, I still wouldn't want to do it. Um, as far as Hoylet, I don't want to do that either. Fifty eight minutes, and that's like that's about what I would expect from him all the time. Um, but Four passes, whoa, not very good. Yeah, I mean the same price as Jonathan David. I mean, give me Jonathan David over over Hoylet. Yeah, absolutely. Look, look, he took seven shots, and he's going to play ninety minutes. I mean, if you got to do it, I'm just saying, if you were going to, if I, if like. If I had Junior Hoylet in my lineup, I'm playing Jonathan David instead 100% of the time. I mean, I don't, I, maybe I'm in the minority on that, but I don't want Junior Hoylet's four-point floor. Mm, no, I I do agree with you. Uh, that was my my initial build here has David in it instead of Hoylet because, well, first off, I actually think this matchup is more difficult for Canada. Uh, Croatia just seems like a better... They played a better better together than Belgium, so I'm not sure like if you're actually hoping for you know Hoylet to have all these corners, all these crosses more than he did last game. So I'm not sure that's actually going to happen in this one. So I wouldn't bet on that. But yeah, that's how I feel. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, whew, in tournaments, play whoever you want. In cash games, get one Spain guy. And just dinky down down to to the bottom here, <laughs> or I mean, or go with David, I guess. There's not even any other options between. Like, is there even another starter between Hoylet and 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 Nesri? I don't believe so. So that's yeah, like a two K difference there. From sixty five hundred, from Hoylet, I don't even think there's another starter. If like Vlasic started, I guess. Vlasic, yeah, he he, but he's about <laughs> the same price as Hoylet. So yeah, it's like, yeah, you're just like playing it to get a different construction. It actually doesn't even matter. He could score a zero, um, or he could score a goal though. So that's why, like you know, he's the center forward. So it's not the worst thing. Yeah, man, this is it's pretty ugly here. Uh, so. Is, is it almost a 2v2 here? If we go to midfield, you could go with Inezri and De Bruyne, or you could go with uh, David and like two of these 7K midfielders kind of a thing. Uh, is that popping up in your in your lineups at all? I, I just, I'm just saying this because I don't have Inezri and I don't have De Bruyne in my initial build here. 
I guess, what are your thoughts on De Bruyne? I guess yeah, I should, no, get that yeah, out of look, the way. I get it. Um, I just don't want to fade De Bruyne on this slate. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I he like. I still, I still want De Bruyne's raw points. I still think he has. You know. The you know he's got the highest ceiling and or sorry the highest floor and a, still a big ceiling. I don't know. I can't fade De Bruyne here. Um, it might be the better construction. Like you know we have Luka Modric, seventy seven hundred, pretty good play against Canada. Hakim Ziyech seventy four. Decent play probably against Belgium. Um, I mean, those are the two guys you're talking about. I assume you're probably talking about Kimmich too. Um, so maybe I'm, I'm going to be in the minority on this one, but there's no chance I play Kimmich on this slate. But you you try to talk me into it maybe. Uh, no, I got Modric and Ziyech in. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, on the same page then. <laughs> but um, I, I do think Perisic maybe under-owned if people are looking at what he did last game. But I think this is a – maybe not for cash games, but I think this is a pretty good spot for Perisic. Uh, he's most likely of whoever starts in the front three for Croatia to actually go 90. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, I think it's a pre- yeah, pretty good spot, but not for cash. You know, too many – there's better – the options we just mentioned are all better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Sarabia sixty six hundred. Yeah. So, I mean, with that, you're just kind of playing with fire here because you don't know if he's going to start. Well, we, we might. I mean, you know, we keep getting these lineups. We had the Argent Argentina lineup before the Poland game, so I mean, yeah. that's that's how I planned for all that stuff, and other people planned for it too. We knew the whole lineup, and it was like ninety nine percent. So if we knew Sarabia was starting, would he be over any of these guys? Would he be like a utility option? Where would he fit in if he fits in? I think he would be an option, right? I mean, you'd have to say that he is because we're talking Almo for 2K more and Sarabia is basically would be playing in that same position. Yeah, and I'm just – so I'm just seeing what would you do at forward then? Still play a Spain guy? I'm a big Ferran Torres fan, so. Yeah, I like him too. I'd argue that because he came off early in a match that was over early, uh, he's like he is maybe kind of being saved a little bit more than these other guys because Almo went 90 in that first match, which is why everyone's projecting Sarabia to come in for him. Yeah. Um, that's That seems to be the general thought. And, I mean, Ferran Torres played 57 minutes in that first match because, I mean, that game was over by then. So, um, I think it feels like maybe Ferran Torres is, like, the number one most important player in Spain's top three. Is that? Yeah, you know, (laughs) that's it's... It just, it seems to change so often with them. Yeah, so right now it sort of seems like that. (laughs) <laughs> but it just right now it does yeah i agree um so what are we doing like okay i can't really come to a decision until we decide about defense that's throwing me off so uh, okay not yet though is i mean are there any cheap mids that are playable you think well are you even considering playing cheap mids first off cuz i mean we have I mean, all these guys who are from sarabia on up that are you know, intriguing, not well, only from like 
cash floor plays, but they have upside. Like Modric takes PKs. So yeah, well, it depends about it depends about defense. Okay. Right. Um. Right. I mean. So yeah, I take it the way you're talking. You don't want to p- play Alfonso Davies. I I have Alfonso Davies. <laughs> okay. I I I don't. I'm not sold on it. Again, I went pretty quickly no, when I, I did this lineup, but I think when you're, you're, I was just looking at this high end of defense, and he's not that much more expensive than these other guys. I think what he was seventy five hundred in that first game, and I yeah, mean, people yeah. still played him. I mean, we can see what. What he did, he got the yellow card and committed a few fouls, so that took down his floor a bit. But, I mean, 300 more than Akimi. Apparently, he's got a thigh injury, so he may not even start. So, uh, we'll see on that. But, I mean, Akimi against Belgium, 6,100. Or, like, a Sosa here on the opposite side of Canada, 5,900. Would you look at those guys or just, you know, go up 500, 300 bucks to get Davies into your team? Well, I think people will be looking at David Rahm um, as the other option. Um, like either him or, or Davies is what I would imagine. Okay. Um, I mean. I assume know, Rahm's going to be most popular. I would assume so too. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I Yeah, I mean. Again, I don't like playing guys against Spain, but I get it with Rom. I mean, it's a pretty good price for a guy who plays on the wing and might take a few sets. I mean, might take a couple sets, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like Davies if I if I had to pick one. I just you know it changes it changes the construction. Um, like I mean, I'm looking at a perfect lineup, but it doesn't have any Spain forwards, so. Maybe I mean, I don't know. A, you know, our Spain forwards. Need I mean, it? sorry. Well, I'm, I don't know. Maybe they're not. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at a lineup with De Bruyne, Ziyech, Modric. Those are the three I want to play. Um, but it's tough. Then getting a Spain forward is you can only get a Spain forward if you don't play Alfonso Davies in that case. Um, so maybe like I'm seeing I can get a Spain forward if I play. Rom, so maybe I just end up there. Um, I I think there's three defenders I'd look at, at least in this higher range. I would I would throw Juranovic in there. Um, yeah, he's, he's forty six hundred, and on the other side, Borna Sosa is fifty nine hundred. You're getting a thirteen hundred dollar difference between fullbacks. And this match is arguably more favorable for Croatia than their last game against Morocco. Um, yeah, I could. Juranovic is a good price. Um, you know, I thought about it, and I guess I, I'm only thinking for tournaments. You probably shouldn't consider this stuff for cash games, but I just picture him fighting with Alfonso Davies like all match on that right side with Davies on the left wing, but it's fine for, it's fine for cash games. Yeah. It's a good price and a good matchup for, for Croatia. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know though. Like is so, I mean, is Davies a priority? Is he, is, or no, I don't know. I'd say 
if we knew he was on PKs, I would say he's a priority, but <laughs> he yeah. took that PK. He, it was I don't bad. know. I don't know if I want to say he looked nervous, but the shot kind of seemed like he was nervous. And it was not confident. Like this right. is a guy who plays left back for for Bayern Munich. He's never in these kinds of situations where like he's take he's the best player on his team. He's taking a PK on a world stage like this. Uh, it just didn't look like he's going to be yeah. the guy to take another PK. I'd I'd argue it's going to be Jonathan David actually taking the next. Yeah, wouldn't PK. Su- wouldn't surprise me at all if I was David. If it was David, yeah, wouldn't Though, surprise me at all. Did, uh, did Ustakio take a PK for uh, Porto in Champions League? When like Otavio so. was no, injured, no, no. no, I think it was. Uh, um, he might have. I don't. He might have, uh, but I still think it would be Jonathan David. Okay, David over Ustakio here. I think so. Um, I'm just looking real quick. He had two goals, but they were not uh, PKs. Uh, Uribe actually took over him. That was when uh, okay. Teremi was suspended. Yep. Yeah, okay. Got it. Um. Yeah, Jonathan David, Evan is telling us he takes for Lil. So, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Nice. So, that Man. is that it that does like kind of remove some uh for Davies from becoming, I don't know, a must or Man, I'm, I maybe yeah, yeah. Um maybe I shouldn't have written off Batchuai. <laughs> oh no. I just mean the lineup that I want to play has 7,400 left at forward. I mean, it's, it's just like staring me in the face, but I don't, I can't do that. Yeah. You got, uh, I mean, you got Mueller. No, that's even worse. That's even worse. Uh, if Sane, if Leroy Sane starts, he's coming back from an injury. I'm not sure he's ready to start, but if he starts, would he be in any of your tournament lineups? Yeah, and I, like Sane actually for 7K, I would consider that in cash games, I guess. I mean, just because this slate's ridiculous. Like, you'd, you'd, you'd want Sane over Batshuayi, I think. Yeah, I just realized, like, forget what I just said about Batshuayi. He's completely out. Um, Lukaku's back. Lukaku's, like, if Lukaku doesn't start, he's definitely coming on. Um, Wait, is he back? Yeah, he, he's, like, ready. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I read. So just could, check, you know. I could have sworn I just read something that he that said he was maybe a doubt for the third match, but I just read her update, and, yeah, he's training with the team. So, okay. So, yeah, check uh, if he's on the bench. Not that you would be playing Batshuayi in cash, but then there's no chance. That'd I mean, basically remove you from playing him. Right. I mean, a good chance he, he could come off at half a lot of times if, if when that happens. If Lukaku <laughs> um, started, would did you play him at eight K in cash games? <laughs> I don't I don't think so, man. No. No, I wouldn't. Uh, you gotta play a Spain guy if you're up in the eight K range. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so we jumped around here, but back to Defender. Well, I have a question here. So it seems like on a lot of these slates, this isn't like Premier League where it's like we have these defenders that you need to play. Like, I think you, you were off of like Trippier yesterday. Like, we don't have like these must plays outside of like Trippier against Iran or something like that where he was 6K something, whatever. Um, it seems like a lot of times like we get – it's just go with like the cheapest fullback. Go with like cheap fullbacks – and hope for five points instead of spending five, six K on these guys who half of them don't, don't seem to be like hitting value. Um, yeah. Maybe I say that and Hernandez went off today, but also it, no. it kind of seems like for center backs that in the world cup, it's like some of these guys have better floors than what we saw in the premier league. Cause maybe there's more, I don't know. I don't know if this is a true stat or anything, but it seems like there's more tackles and interceptions from like center backs because these teams just aren't, that as efficient as like premier league teams, I guess you, you could say um, like what, like what are your thoughts just on playing defender and, and how to, no, I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Um, like I sort of mentioned it the other day, like I'm more looking for, for, better spots like where you know we've we see these matches there are matches where there's a ton of floor points there are matches where there's none i mean yeah like trippier the other day you're right i was off him for 7700 that's just a lot in a match that's gonna go similarly to the way that match went like pretty often when what i mean is just the there's not a lot of floor points for england in that game um just with the way the USA plays, probably not a lot of sets. Um, 7,700 is a lot. Like, that's why I asked Jordan yesterday on the podcast who he played at second forward. And then when he told me that Pulisic was a mistake, I mean, think of just think of that slate in your head right now. And if they ran it 100 times, which 2v2 would you play? Pulisic and Jacobs or Trippier and Krep and Diata? Like now that we've seen how that went, I mean, can, we, can you imagine playing Krep and Diata and, and thinking he has a floor in any spot? And can you imagine like, you know, Trippier only 1300 less than Pulisic? Like they're in the same range. Like it almost seems crazy to me to be, to be on the other side, but most people were. So what I'm saying is you're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, 
Some spots are good, but a lot of spots aren't. Like Maddie Cash today. Uh, I saw people talking about it in Discord. You know, a lot of people fell for it again. I I played him a little bit, not in my big stuff, but I fell for it a little bit too. I played him in cash. Um, you know, Poland's just not good. They're not really going to dominate anybody. I mean, Qatar maybe. You could play Matt Cash against Qatar. Um, but, yeah, so you're right. I, I agree. Um. So while you're you're saying this, uh, I don't want to talk about crap and Diata right now anyway. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, man, I know. Uh, he had that he had that early shot on goal, uh, and then it was just the two forwards that scored for for Senegal there. But so Croatia, um, I tried to look to see. So Croatia's going against Canada. Canada's coach, you know, came out and said, we're going to try and F them up or whatever he said. He's in the Croatia media. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Canada need three points. This is a spot where they're probably going to attack. They they attacked a lot against Belgium. They're a very counterattacking team. Um, but as I said, I you know, I, I like Croatia's midfield. They're midfield better than Belgium, so I'm not sure how that's going to look. But, uh, like, we got Gavardial and Lavrin here center backs who had pretty decent floors in that opener. And you just look at Canada as a team and just how they play. Uh, they play with speed. They lose the ball a lot. They don't have a ton of possession. Like their best player, one of their best players, Alfonso Davies, like he's not like that great of a, you know, I don't know, possession kind of. Like mm -hmm. he's still working on I don't know, his technical aspects of the game, uh, I guess you could say. So – you got to think that there's going to be tackles, interceptions, that kind of thing for these Croatian center backs. You got Gavardi all at 2,900. You got Lavrin 3,300. Maybe not for cash games, but, but maybe for cash games. Like, this is kind of what we were talking about. Like, are it depends. Are these, is it worth it to pay up for some of these guys when you could get a five point plus four from the Croatian center backs here for, for 3K? So, um, I mean, is it crazy to play those guys in cash games? Uh, I don't think it's crazy. No, I don't think their floor is maybe that high. Um, I think, yeah, I, you know, I agree with what you're saying. It's just in terms of paying down, looking for a spot to pay down. Um, but I think we might get this, this guy on Morocco, right? In the first game. Yeah. If Hakimi's out, it seems like Hakimi's out. I mean, so it, like if he's. It'd be no Maserati. Masrawi, if he's out. Ma oh, he's out. Yeah, Hakimi might also be out. But yeah, right. it looks like Masrawi's out. So we have this 2,600 guy, Yahia Atiat Allah. Definitely never heard of him. He plays for a <laughs> he plays for a club called My Dad, based out of Casablanca. Why Dad? Dad? Oh, that's how you say it. No, you, no it's yeah, with, why dad? It's sorry, a, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Why dad? <laughs> Not he your plays... dad. No, why no, no, dad? no. Right, right. Why dad is who he plays for out of Casablanca, but it doesn't matter. I mean, twenty six hundred can play him, right? So plug, I agree. Plug with him you. in. Is that it? Plug yeah. him in. Twenty six hundred. Yeah, yeah. And if he wasn't there, I'd be looking for yeah, like someone like you said, like a a, a center back in that range, Gvardiol. Yeah, do you know he's? They got him valued at like seventy million or something, being chased by Bayern, Real Madrid, Chelsea. So like, I never mind playing guys like that. Uh, I was okay. 
Yeah, I, that seems like a lot for Gavardial, but uh, I guess. He's a stud, apparently. Um, I was just going to look to he's see. He's only if, 20 like, years old. That's part yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, he's been, he's been playing with uh, Croatia for a while. Um, I was just going to look to see if, like, Atiyat Ala here has actually played, is, is like one of those center backs who's playing, like, fullback or something. No, but, he's actually, like, a winger, I think, right? Um, Which is exactly what you want to see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I think Opta has an incorrect lineup for this Morocco-Georgia matchup, so I can't really look at that. I see left back, left winger. Okay. But I also yeah, see he, he's only, he's only he ever has played a, one time. Yeah, He's got he has, one cap. He has five goals in domestic leagues, so he can score. And he has, for his entire career, is 241 minutes played for Morocco. Yeah. Um, one <laughs> official cap. He played in a friendly against Georgia and actually picked up an assist. That was just like a week ago. So yeah. lock him in. Yeah, I mean, we were, I, we were looking at the Moroccan depth chart before the show, and it's like they have these – they have the center backs I mentioned, like Ziyech and Nezri, even Sofiane Buffal. Like they have these these guys that you know on a national level, international level, but then you go to the bench uh, behind Akimi and Mazraoui. It's like these guys you just never heard of that may have to be forced to come into the starting eleven. So – uh, just something to keep an eye on. Unfortunately, it's the early match, so like you can decide if you want to play Atiyat Alia or whoever is in Akimi's spot. It could be a situation where Morocco actually. There's been a couple times in this tournament where like the underdog has mirrored the formation of the other team. I'm not sure what what that was. I think it was today, maybe this morning, but like we could see Morocco with three center backs and then maybe a couple guys playing in winger roles, like you said with Atat. Atiyat Ala, so something to, to keep an eye on as well. Uh, but yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I'd say like the three guys we mentioned here for cash games, and then Atiyat Ala is, is down there. Or if you want to go with the Croatia um, goalkeeper, play whoever you want. Is anyone stand out for you? Um. Yeah, this is really kind of a play whoever you want. All keeper. teams above nineteen um, percent chance for a clean sheet. I don't yeah, think. What, is that does that happen often? Above nineteen no, percent. That seems. And uh, no one. And no one above thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever had that. Um, Unai, Unai would be my choice. Your boy yeah. Unai Simone. Okay, I was going to ask you to say his name. Okay, okay. Unai Simon, my guy, man. Oh, it's good. You, it even has the accent mark over there. Oh, it's definitely Simone here. Mm-hmm. 4,900 going against Germany. Germany uh, need to win, right? Is this a situation where they need to win? Probably. Oh, yeah, probably, right? I mean, a draw, I'm sure they could still advance somehow, but... Uh, yeah um yeah because you figure like i guess japan's that early match if they win if japan win that opener uh then maybe this is a spot where germany beats spain i don't know maybe courtois is just the best play you you you, are you gonna say you're about to say levakovich aren't you um maybe no who's who's sticking out for you neuer i don't think anyone sticks maybe neuer I plug Bono in because I don't like Belgium. 
Um, yeah, okay, that's fine. But yeah, I guess Levakovich, because if you have Canada attacking, and we saw Canada struggle to score against Belgium in that first match, they just it seems like all these North America teams don't have like this striker that can get goals when needed, like USA, Mexico, Canada. Like none of these teams have that guy who can who can go and get a goal. And I don't know how many shots on target they had against Courtois, but uh, yeah, I do they like were, they were unlucky not to score though. I true, feel like, true, but, true. But, but you're right. I mean, I guess Courtois Jonathan only da- had three saves, but Jonathan David's a top player. He can score. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're kind of just talking here. It's like pretty much all these guys. We're 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 kind of saying the same thing for all of them. It's like, well, I kind of like this guy. I kind of like this guy. Any of them makes sense, and that's kind of what the odds say. Uh, I guess it's really in cash games. It's just put in whatever fits. Yeah, whoever you can afford, definitely. Yeah, and then in tournaments, just no do uh, just do the Morocco. I do the. I think you could play Borjan too. I can see Canada winning this game, man. I might be on the Canada side. Uh oh. Mm hmm. I mean, we, we, we might we might be opposite on this one. Croatia is old. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a ton of faith in Croatia. But I, I agree with what you said, that their midfield is, that, but that little that midfield at, core is solid. You look at that midfield, and you look at Atiba Hutchinson, 39-year-old starting for Canada in the midfield. Oh, you don't like to see him in there. You're talking about age, and then you got the 39-year-old. Yeah, you don't like to see him in there. Right? Yeah, that's, so. You're right. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I agree. I, I do like that midfield three of Croatia. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you, you just look at Croatia's attack. It's just you can't trust any of those guys. You maybe I actually maybe trust, like, David more than anyone in the Croatia attack. That's I what guess I mean, maybe like, outside of Perisic. Yeah, I just I watched that Croatia – that Croatia Morocco game was tough to watch. If, I mean, yeah, it was. If, yeah, it was one of those games that was tough to watch. Um, mm-hmm. So for these matchups here, Belgium don't. I guess they'd be playing uh, Croatia next. Like we had a situation today. There's been situations for like England, USA. Argentina, Mexico, where it's like one team won, and they don't need to win this this second game here because, you know, the next match is maybe more favorable, something like that. We had that with England where it's like they, they kind of didn't really put anything into that USA game. They are fine with taking the, the scoreless draw, really. Yeah. And then, was, I mean, kind of for, for Mexico today, they put out the, this lineup, which was, you know, three center backs, a little more defensive. They knew – they knew that they were just going to crowd, crowd the midfield, and not allow opportunities for Argentina. I'm sure, you know Messi put one in from about twenty-five out. But you got these certain matchups where, like, one team needs to push; the other team is fine with just like playing off the counter and that kind of thing. So, uh, did any of these matchups like kind of go with that game script? Because we, I mean, we do have Spain heavy on possession, but Germany need points from this match. Uh, Canada need points against Croatia. So does anything play to that game script? Yeah, kind of that Spain game, right? Um, The problem is that Spain is the one that enjoys possession. So do you think it's just going to be like Germany just kind of really going all out? (laughs) No, 
know, but I just, you know, that game has the highest total. But I don't know. I, I could see it being. Spain just passes it, it around, right? I, I could see that. You know, obviously it can also go the other way because, like, Germany is that type. Germany is like the type, the team that could push Spain into a different kind of game. Like, if they're up for it, Germany can score on Spain, and then that that would make the game back and forth. But yeah, I've seen Spain a lot of times just sort of control the game and pass it around a lot and their guys don't have many floor points they don't take many shots and then all their attackers get subbed off in like the 60th minute um yeah i've seen you see that quite a bit but could also have some goals yeah i'm actually now that i'm thinking about it i wonder if like i'm not sure full krug is the correct move here um just because they probably want someone who can actually run around a little bit more than him um, he's more of like the the focal guy you cross to in the middle kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, sometimes, I, yeah, I hear you, but sometimes it's nice to have a guy like that, like, to try to hold it up just to get yourself out. Yeah. Like, you see, like, a team like Mexico with those small guys up there, you can never get out. I mean, you can never pass them the ball. So sometimes having a big guy in the middle – you can get out of trouble. Some teams like to do that against a team like Spain or Man City or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree in terms of that matchup. It could be scoreless where Spain just is fine with, you know, maybe allowing a couple shots, that kind of thing, but just kind of controlling the match, almost playing like... What if this match turned out like the USA-England game? Would you still not want anyone on Germany? just because you don't really have like that Pulisic guy who, who's on all set pieces and PKs kind of a thing where it's like Kimmich is still, you know, kind of a defensive role and, and Raum's still yeah. there as well. So, yeah. And just because Spain is just such a different team than England. Than England. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't see any team just like bombarding Spain with <laughs> possessions and chances like, but you can do that to England. The U.S. couldn't do that to Spain. Couldn't have done what they did to England to Spain. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I probably agree. Maybe yeah. I could be wrong though. This is just my opinion. I mean, England had to put Jordan Henderson in the second half. I mean, I mean, maybe not need is the correct word. They did, and yeah, well, I guess it, it helped like, them at yeah. times. But yeah, Southgate thought they needed to. <laughs> <laughs> he did. That was uh, that was pretty that was kind of funny, but yeah, like bringing on Jordan Henderson to to save the day against the Americans, you know. I mean, w- what a move! Yeah. All right. So, how are we going to win tournaments? We I don't even know if we've we've given good tournament options here. It's just kind of this this Spain Germany match. I'll tell could you how to win two, tournaments. Two, be, okay. I, and yeah. it's the Let's same it. the same as most slates, but it's Croatian center slate. backs. Got it. No, it's just. <laughs> Something in general, but this slate especially. I mean, you need to separate what you're doing in cash games and thinking about in cash games. This is not Premier League DFS. This this plays, for the most part, much differently than Premier League DFS. Like, there's just fewer locks and smaller floors. Um, in general i mean i mentioned it with jordan yesterday but we keep seeing it over and over again i mean how many floor points did messi have at half i mean 
two, three. I honestly don't know. Something like that. And, and yeah, he scored with, with his one chance from 25 yards out and assisted with his one shot assisted. I mean, how many people were wishing, how many people were like kicking themselves for playing Messi when everyone else smashed and Messi's sitting there as the highest owned guy on the slate? Two points. We saw what KDB did. We saw what Trippier did. None of these players are locks. So what I'm saying is, you need to script every game. How are they going to go? Figure out which one you want to fade. Focus on the other ones. Pick one that you think is going to have the most floor points in it. Play plays from that. Find one team that you think is going to create chances and score goals. Play three attackers on that team or something. like. You see these games where entire games bust, and it's just like... It, it, there's such an edge because there's, yeah, I don't know. People people play the tournaments like we play Premier League DFS tournaments, and these are at least so far playing much different than that. And I don't think it's like a fluke or like a, a small sample or any anything. Is that why I haven't I haven't won twenty k yet? Probably. I mean, I, I you know you got to get really lucky too. That that's part of it. Now I guess to talk about specific things, yeah, like. I mentioned Canada. I don't mind playing some Canada. Um, but I, I kind of like this first game, to be honest, too. Like, I mean, you, you can make a case like it maybe is a strong word. You can make a case for any of these games. I'm just trying to not say the Germany-Spain game because that's going to be the most popular, right? I no? guess. I mean, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I, don't I honestly know. don't know. Like, don't know. This yeah. slate is so weird. <clears throat> but I think it would be, and that's that's a fine option. You know, that's the most likely game to, like, end up back and forth. Yeah, but just based um, off the odds, probably will be. And they're the two biggest teams, so it that makes sense. But, I mean, like, I have – I don't know. There's just – I have – yeah, I'm going to – I don't want to say exactly what I'm going to do, but more focus on one game being back and forth and maybe finishing 2-1 or having a few goals. And one of the other games is 0-0 and, you know – yeah, I, I mean, I think more... we're in the uh, – I'll give my exact strategy here. Uh, I think we're on the same game here. We just have these games. We have the Spain game where it's possible that maybe that one is is scoreless because, you know, Spain's already a possession team. The Belgium game, too, uh, with Morocco where Belgium, you know, not in a must-win situation here. They're fine with a draw, really. Uh, you look at this Canada. Tell Morocco go up one nothing, right? Of course. I mean, yeah, you could say that about anything, really. So, No, sorry, go ahead. Let, no, finish. I'm just going to go to Croatia and Canada. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm looking yeah. at. So Croatia are a team that they love to cross. And while they are older, maybe slower, uh, Canada plays as fast. They play off the counter. And they also not that great defensively. Um fine defensively, but um, they will give up opportunities. And I think that one is most, maybe not most likely to go up and down, but no, I'll say most likely to go up and down because Canada are done if they don't get points out of this one. Uh, They're done. Um, And they're already a team that's not really like built to just sit back and kind of let Croatia dominate kind of a thing because they're not they're 
not going to be able to stop Croatia for 90 minutes if they're sitting back kind of a thing. So, so I would go with like a Perisic. You'd go Modric just for the PKs. You, you can look at those fullbacks. I mean, you could really look at any of these guys. I'd look at everyone in the front three. I'm sorry. Uh, everyone. I'd look at Perisic, but even like Kermaric, that kind of thing. Like Croatia loved to cross. Kermaric is only 6,900. We haven't mentioned him. Like th- this guy is maybe most likely to score for Croatia. And if they're crossing it in there, Kermaric is a guy who, I don't know, at Hoffenheim, he has scored four times in one match for Hoffenheim before. Um, and then, I mean, if you want to go with like a Davies or someone from Canada, that's that's kind of what my favorite tournament move is. Yep. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I support that. I'm going to be on that game too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the one other thing I'll be on, and I'll like sometimes I let the slate dictate like what I'm going to do as long as as long as I'm okay with it. And we mentioned and and Nesri and the price difference between him and every other forward. So like you just let, you take him, Ziyech, they combine for the first goal and then you have De Bruyne so in that same game. So that's a nice little three and Nesri De Bruyne Ziyech. Um and you can add another Belgian player if you want. You don't have to. Hazard. Um, obviously that's what I was going to say. I mean, <laughs> many many people are off Hazard. Um, Uh-oh. I'm willing right. to give it another chance. Oh. I'm not saying. Look, I'm fine. If it, if you never want to play that guy again, I'm okay with it. Um, I, I but cannot I'm not going to give up. I cannot wait when he went 20,000 with Hazard. That's going to be. I'm not going to give up. It's going to be incredible. Not yet. I don't know. You know, I agree. You know, he hasn't looked great. He hasn't looked great for Madrid. But. There were just there were a couple glimpses he had in that Canada game where he drew four fouls. Yeah, but and and there were like a couple chances where it could have been better. Like he 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 was playing uh, further forward than I thought. He like had some chances where he almost got through or almost played a guy through or like KDB just missed playing him through. Like and and all it takes is one of those uh, for forty six hundred. Mm-hmm. So it's fine for tournaments, or you don't need any other Belgium guys. You can just have like Nesri, KDB, Ziyech. That's a nice little three. And then with your other spots, you play Canada and Croatia. Jonathan David with a Croatia forward, or Jonathan David with Luka Modric, or you know some Davies and some other guys. Um, so that's a route. And, yeah, then, of course, you can fade these two nasty first games and hope nothing happens, and then that Spain-Germany game finishes 2-2. That also is something that could happen. Yeah. Cool. I think that's all we got here. Uh, you can find Ryan at Ryan Belongi. I am at Rotozoic. Zodroic. That's on Twitter. Uh, Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Free two-day trial. But we're still what, halfway through group stages about. we still got another week of group stages, I want to say. So we'll be back tomorrow. I believe it's me and Jack Burkhart on the show. We'll be doing it a little earlier on Sunday morning. Ryan, good luck on the 20K. Uh, maybe I'll win it one of these days. Maybe not. But uh... I think you will. One of these days. Keep grinding. I never thought I'd w- win 20K. But... I-, I stopped playing the main, to be honest, unless I feel really good about something. <laughs> Um, but 
maybe I'll, I'll start again sometime. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Once I get that Kermarich goal, Kermarich sub 10% brace. Why not? Why not? All right. Thanks for listening. And we'll see everyone tomorrow. Good luck and good luck on Sunday slate. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.